Hoopball Podcast listeners. Are you a fantasy expert and want to write or podcast for Hoopball? Do you have aspirations of covering a team? Are you a master of sales and want to earn some cash on the phones? Well, we've got good news. Hoopball's recruiting. If you think you have what it takes, hit us up at Hoopball Fantasy on Twitter or by emailing teamhoopball at hoop-ball.com. Again, that's at Hoopball Fantasy on Twitter or emailing teamhoopball at hoop-ball.com. The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. What's up, Grizz Nation? Welcome to the show. I'm the host, along with the Sam Brewski, the coolest co-host ever. I was trying to think of a different word. But anyway, this is Hoopball Grizz. <laughs> Welcome to the show, guys. We are day four or five, kind of depending on how you look at it. Wednesday night, was it? So we're four and a half. Four and a half days without NBA. It's trash. And we're just going to come to you. This is a show we really are not 100% sure what's going to go on with the show moving forward. Obviously, we're still going to do it at some point. But with the the season kind of on hold right now, it's a not real clear. Suspension. What a, yeah. Postponed. You know, uh, we, we were just watching the video just so we knew the, the facts and everything before we got on here. You know, Adam Silver was on TNT with Ernie Shack and Kenny. And he said a minimum of 30 days. Could be longer than that, but he said at least that long. And then what's going to happen from there, That they're not sure. But he's talking about the finals happening in June or like late July. July. Maybe. <laughs> so it looks like the NBA really wants the season to continue, but a lot of it is going to depend on how all of this goes down. Yep. And we're not going to get into how all of, like, I don't know anything about it. You know, there's experts that deal with that. We are clearly not experts in that field. No, um, I'm not. So we're we're just going to talk basketball. We're going to talk about our favorite Grizzlies moments this year, and just kind of what we're going to do moving forward, and go from there. Yeah, yeah. So you know, there's right now there's three confirmed cases that that there may be more than that, but that's all that we're aware of. Three NBA players mm-hmm. that have. Confirmed positive test. It looks like there's not, if you are under 70 and you are healthy, that you recover from it. So a lot more people are recovering from it than people that were losing because of the virus. But it's still a scary thing. You you don't know what's going to happen, how it's going to affect your family, and it's everywhere. So just got to do, yep. do the things that you need to do to protect you and your family and it's find like five, five to 70 is the age that you're like good. That's what I've heard. Yeah. Like five to 70. Yeah. I don't, I, I haven't really, I've not read a ton about it. I'm just, I just heard that on the news yesterday, day before, something yeah. like that. And I'm just like, well, that counts me. We are good on food and I am not going into a big store unless it's 100% necessary. So Agreed. I'm, I'm, I'm not good on food, but I need to lose weight anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sam can come to the house and eat. <laughs> All right, so we're going to roll into, um, like, this has been a, a great season for the Grizzlies. If the season ends now, if the coronavirus continues to spread and it's craziness and the NBA does not resume this season because it just lasts too long or for whatever reason, 
if the NBA season does not go on, the Grizzlies have had a fantastic year. They were projected to be in the bottom part of the league. With, I can't remember what Vegas had them like twenty five wins. I think something I don't even like think that. it was that. Yeah, it was it was super super low, and so the fact that here they are, you know, they're sixty plus games into the season, and the Grizzlies got a three and a half game lead on the eighth seed, and that's a win. It's a win for me one hundred percent, regardless of what happens moving forward with the season. If they end up. You know, they don't play any more regular season games. They go straight into the playoffs. The Grizzlies are in. Obviously, that's huge. But either way, I, I've enjoyed watching this team, the young players, the athleticism, the fact that you look at this team and there are a ton of guys that are 23 years and younger. Bring it on. I, I like that. That's a bright future. Tyus Jones, Looks Justice good. Winslow, Ja Morant, Jaron Jackson, Brandon Clark, Grayson Allen. He's been kind of a, a glass man. He hurt his ankle, missed some time, came back, was looking good. Then he hurt his hip, and then he's missed significant time. But he was, when he actually got in and got some work in, got his stride, and he was a good guy coming off the bench for the Grizzlies. So it's really going to be interesting the next few years to see how all of this pans out, to see how the development goes with these guys and what happens with the Grizzlies moving forward from this year. Oh, Obviously, we don't know if this year's over, but I want to look forward because either way, this, this season is a win. Whatever happens from here moving forward – if they resume the season, they play the rest of the regular season out, and the Grizzlies end up getting passed, don't make the playoffs, it's still a win. They, they, I honest to goodness, after watching the home opener, did not expect them to win 15 games oh, this year. heavens no. Because they looked awful. And then I remember the podcast we did, like right before we did that, I predicted they'd win 35 games. And lo and behold, they were well on their way. And then all this stuff happened. It's sad. But... Hopefully they start the season back up, and then we can uh, get three more wins. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's got his fingers crossed. He's hoping for it. I, I, I called it. I have to be right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to go ahead. We're going to jump in. Sam, we're only going to do three. We could have we done a lot more. There were a this, lot of positives this was tough. in the season, so it was tough for me to narrow it down. I knew two of the things for sure that were top three. I was at the game. And these things were huge. So I knew two of my three. Narrowing down the third one was really, really tough. But I'll let Sam start off. We're going to go Sam Sam work from three to one. Okay, so three being the, the, yeah, three the being least kinda, to the yeah, one. Okay. Your top three Grizzlies moments okay. of the year, and we're going to go from three to one. That was tough because that's the one I was like, oh, this one's totally it. Oh, I got this one. This one's totally it. And then we go three. It's like, ooh, what do I pick? <laughs> and I was like, ooh, but there's this. But wait a minute, there was this. So I'm actually going to, okay, I'm picking it right now. It was the opening day game. That was it. I really liked that. Not because cause that was that was, yeah, that was bad. That was really <laughs> bad. But the atmosphere, got we got to go, and it, it was neat how we ended up going because, you know, like at first – you know, shout out to Joe. What's up? <laughs> uh, we were, you know, we decided me and him were gonna go, and then like the like two games before that during preseason, I won 
extra tickets. So then we all got to go. Yeah. So let, was, hold on. Let's back that up. Yeah. So we get the, the full point of the story here. So Sam and I have season tickets. We go down and Otto Porter Jr. for the Chicago Bulls. He played high school ball just a few miles north from where we live uh, of our hometown. And so Sam's we're going to we'll call him his dad. Yeah. That's essentially what he is. Basically. Uh, so Sam, Sam's dad wants to go anytime that Otto is in Memphis. He wants to go to the games. Well, it just so happened that the Bulls were in town on opening day, and I'm like, oh, Sam, I don't want to give that game up. I don't want to miss opening day. But I was like, all right, I'll be a team player. You can have opening day. We'll just. I know. told him he could have the rest of the season. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is what it is. We'll make it up from there. And then we go to the preseason games, and they come up, and they're like, hey, you want to uh, do some tri – the thing is they asked me to do some trivia, and I was just like, yeah, sure. Like, yeah, I'll do it. And they're like, you have a chance to win Bulls tickets. I'm like, well, heck, yeah, yeah. Is it two? Yep, sweet. And I'm like, awesome. So, anyway, they walk away, and I'm thinking, well, crap. What what are they going to ask me? And they said, well, it involves a game from the Maccabi Haifa. And I was, like, looking up people's stats and – you know, just head coaches, assistant coaches. I was looking up everything. Who led threes? Who field goal percentage? Brandon Clark led rebounds, by the way. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> and field goal percentage as well. But anyway, so I go up there. The guy, he asked me. I get on the Tron. I was absolutely terrified. And he's like, hey, who'd they play Sunday? Uh, a, B, or C? And I'm like, oh, wow. B. Yeah, that's easy. <laughs> he's like, okay. Then who, uh, this t whatever team they played second. I don't even remember now. But. They're like, did this team visit uh, some museum? And I was like, true. And he's like, oh, you win. And I'm like, wow, that was so easy. <laughs> Sam was, he was scouring through his phone. I was. Looking up stats. He's like, what are they going to ask? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> he was freaking out. And then he got up there and they asked the questions and it was super easy. It's just so, like, wow. Yeah, they were basically giving away. So it worked out. Sam and Joe, they got upgraded seats. And me and another buddy got to sit in, the, in our seats. So it worked out fine. Yeah, it worked out great. Yeah. And just like I was saying, the reason that – because everything that happened with that, it was just like it was meant to be, literally. It was really, really neat. And Jonas had like – he was doing really, really good, and him and Goodrich were getting into it, and Goodrich kept kept <laughs> saying something, and Jonas just kept pointing at him and pointing at his head like, use your head, man. It was – that was awesome. Yeah. I, you I tell remember, him, Jonas. I remember that conversation from the podcast about those two guys going on. It, it was so. great. All right, so that was number three. Opening day was number three for Sam. What is yep. number two for you? Number two was the January 12th, 2020 game. Jonas had 31 points and 19 rebounds versus Golden State. And the reason I picked this one, because we were there, and yeah. it was against Golden State, and I absolutely hate Golden State, so... <laughs> I'm drinking the haterade on them. I've never been a fan of them. So, but a big thing was right when the post interview thing posted up on it came up on YouTube. I actually got on and watched it, and me and you were actually in the highlight video of Jonas hitting the three. Oh yeah. Yep. And you absolutely seen me go nuts. <laughs> when him turns around and puts up the threes, it mm -hmm. was uh, it's because you see like he grabs it, gets the ball. He starts to shoot it, and you pause it. You see me and you just sitting there all calm, cool, collected, except you can kind of tell, like, I'm like, oh, he's shooting. And then when he makes it, you just see me go, ah, just, like, screaming, hooting, hollering. It was neat. <laughs> I, I wasn't aware of that one. Yep. <clears throat> that one's neat. I will show you. It's neat. All right. 
So your number one. My number one. This one's kind of a long story, but of course most of these have been. So um, it was actually the February 28th game uh, against the Kings. It was the day that I actually got to go down in the tunnel. That was neat because how I got down in the t- but we're not going to get into that. But anyway, <laughs> I was allowed to go, but wasn't. But it was it was cool. So I go down there. I went down there. Shout out to Mark. The big thing was to get a picture of me and Jonas because he somebody from his work wanted to see how tall he was compared to me. So that was a big thing. Plus, I wanted to get autographs too, and that's the best place to get them. So I go in there. You know, Jonas comes out, I get a picture, he's signing my stuff, and he actually messes up the one, and he goes, oh, man, I messed it up. And I was like, oh, no, man, it's cool, you know? And I was like, I got another one. So he goes and signs it, and I was like, man, I appreciate it. And he starts to walk away. I said, hey, by the way, I need 20 rebounds tonight. And he goes, you got it. And you know what he did? <laughs> got me 25 of them. That's a career yeah. high, too, and it was his 28th double-double for the season. All right. So that is Sam's top three. That's that's three pretty good ones. That kind of that involves Sam almost more than the Grizzlies, but I'll give him that. <laughs> that's that's okay. I can I can take that. So for me, and this was really again, there were so many great moments. I'm gonna throw some honorable mentions in there. And the reason these were not top three for me is because they were just almost. There was so many for me. The almost dunk. Over Kevin Love, that was uh, that. I that's definitely that, that has to be an honorable mention yeah. because if that dunk goes down, Kevin Love dies. It, it's like it's one of the most iconic dunks in the history of the game. If that dunk goes down, and then again the almost dunk on Anthony Davis, and so that I mean John Morant are the the that's the almost John Morant dunks over those two guys. Those are the two that I was wrestling back and forth with whether to put those in my top three or not. And I'm like, you know what? They were just almost. They were electric. They were moments that are going to be remembered for a long time because even though they didn't go down, the pitcher captured where Morant, you know, Kevin Love is nearly seven foot tall. And, you know, Morant is just skying over him. So it's an iconic pitcher either way. Uh, another one that almost made my top three, the the dunk that did go down over Aaron Baines. And I actually have a giant picture of that. It's like a 24 you. by 36. I, I love that dunk. The picture I have is fantastic. It's like it's a uh, upward shot from a photographer that was underneath the basket that took the picture. And so you get like the full effect of the arena. It's it's great. But anyway, that that were my those were my three that almost made the list. And there were new, like, I can't even tell you how many more were right there on the edge of it, but just didn't didn't make it. So my number three, this was uh, December 13th at home against the Milwaukee Bucks. The Grizzlies actually lost this game, but uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. Um, Went ham. I, yeah, I don't even know that there's any phrase or word that can describe what he was doing he goes 26 points. He goes off for 26 points in the third on his way to a career-high 43 against the Bucks. And I was worried about how he was going to play in this game leading up to it. If I'm not mistaken, in the weekly preview, one of the things that I said was like, man, I don't know how effective Jaron's going to be in this game because he's going to be guarding Giannis. I was worried he's going to be in foul trouble. He was not in foul trouble. He was killing it that game. He played extremely well. But 
Were you with me at that game? Mm-hmm. I'm, at the, mm-hmm. Okay. Because that that was the uh, so like in <laughs> in the FedEx forum when we're sitting there at this game, it, it like you can feel Jaron Jackson makes a three and you know he makes a shot everybody's excited, but you can feel the energy rising in this building because he goes down he makes a three you get a little bit of excitement and then the next possession boom another three and it's just raising and raising and it was. I can't say – I don't know that there was a time that I've been at the FedEx Forum that I could feel the energy rising. Like, it, it was just electric, man. Like, you could, you could feel it consuming you as every shot he hit. He let the ball go. You didn't even – you knew. Like, as soon as he let go of the ball, it he was, was in a zone, and you knew that it was going in. And so that was that was my number three. And that one easily could have been further up the list. Oh, it could. Well, I but, re- I just, I have good reasoning behind that being number three. And so that that's number three for me. Jaron Jackson, 26 points in the third quarter against the Bucks, on his way to a career high of 43. And now for number two. What do you think number two is, Sam? I have no idea with you. <laughs> Sam's not even going to guess. All right. So number two was the second home game, and Sam actually didn't make it down with me to this one. It was me and my son. That went down. It was the Nets. Yep, that was on Grizzlies Sunday. versus Nets. And my number two is John Morant blocking Kyrie to send the game into overtime. And my son was recording, and we, he got a pretty good angle. He's got a pretty good video of it, and he sent it to this guy. He follows this guy on Instagram, and it's a John Morant fan page. He sent the guy a video, and the guy was freaking out that he got it, but. You already knew that Ja was special by the things that he had been doing. And this was still super, super early in the season. But he showed no fear. Kyrie is one of the best players in the NBA. You love him, you hate him. I, I don't care what your opinion on Kyrie is. You cannot take away the fact that he is one of the most skilled guys in the NBA. One of the most clutch guys. He's made big shots. He made them in the finals. He's done it on the biggest stages and the biggest moments. And here's this rookie out here who he's wearing Kyrie's shoes. He looks up to Kyrie, and he shows zero fear going right at him. He could have fouled him. He easily could have fouled him, and then the game's over. Kyrie's going to make All he's got to do is make one, and the game's over. But he was relentless, just scrapping, going right at him. Blocked the shot. That thing was the background on my phone for the longest time, and that it was just clutch. It's uh that one again, man. There's so many great moments. That's another one that could have been number one, but the number one for me was at that same game, and it was Jay Crowder hitting a three to to win the game to get the first win of the season. The um, so I'll set it up like this. We set. On the visitors' end of the floor, where the visitors come out of the tunnel, that's where our our seats are. And so I had a view from behind John ja Morant and Jay Crowder when they're bringing the ball up the floor. John ja Morant drives in and dishes it back to Jay Crowder. As soon as Jay let that ball go, you could see it was good. You could see it from like the the angle that we were at. As soon as he let it go, I was going nuts, and my throat was sore for like three days after that. I swear to goodness, like, 
part of my vocal cords came out whenever I was screaming. It was nuts. And that was a, another moment when, like, we, we talk about the energy level in the forum and how different moments kind of raise them up. But I love the atmosphere of being live at a game. And that's kind of, you know, the, the whole scare of everything that we've got going on right now. Going to a basketball game is very, very minuscule in, in comparison to what this could could be moving forward. But those moments, like, that's why I love this game so much because my son and I were there, and that's something from now until forever we can have that conversation of we were there when John Morant got that assist to Jay Crowder to win their first game of the season. Mm-hmm. And so that's what it's about. That's You can think back, I guarantee it, that Sam can think back to his childhood and he can think of a basketball memory from years ago and explain it to you just like it happened yesterday. Mm-hmm. And, and I can easily do that. I mean, there, there's a hundred things that have happened in basketball that I watched, whether it was live at the game or if I was watching it on TV, there's things that I've watched that they're just embedded in your memory because that's what the game does for you. It's an escape. You can focus on just the game, and you don't have to worry about all the junk that's going on around you. And I think that's the toughest part of what we're dealing with right now with all this coronavirus stuff is because of everything that is canceled, what's our escape? What do we do? So we have to find things. And there, there's, plenty, there's plenty of things that we can do. And I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, you need to do this. I don't know. I don't know what that answer is. I don't know your life. Yeah, I, I don't know what you like to do. But for me, you know, like we've been we've been sitting around and just like talking. We can still talk about basketball. Even though there's no basketball, we can talk about the things that went on during the season and the things that we like, the things that we dislike, the stuff moving forward. There's still plenty of stuff to talk about. And there's plenty of things outside of basketball that you can talk about. But the most important thing is just keeping you and your family safe, doing what you have to do to try and avoid this, and if it does happen to fall on you, that you just take care of it in the proper way. And and that's it. That's all we can do, guys. Sam, you got anything else, man? Mm, no. no. I ain't got nothing. No. I, you know, we, again, at the beginning of the podcast, we said we don't really know. We're kind of, um, at first, uh, Bruski was like, hey, you know, we're going to, not me. Not yeah, Aaron Bruski, the the leader here at Hoop Ball. He's like, we're gonna shut everything down, and just kind of wait and see where we're at. And then you know, Dan and and Bruski done uh, fantasy NBA today, and they were on there. If you haven't listened to that, go check it out. It's really good. They discuss all of this, and that's why Sam and I didn't really. We don't need to go into it. If you want to know about it, you can turn on any news station and get updates, and they're gonna have more information than we do. So we're not we're not gonna go that far into it. But uh, Dan and Bruschi went into it a little bit, they, but they really brought it home. I enjoyed the episode. Go check it out. It's Fantasy NBA Today, and listen to that episode. It's the latest episode from Fantasy NBA Today. And we'll be back. We'll be around. We may be, may be just doing one show a week and maybe one every couple weeks. We don't know. We don't have the go-ahead of what we're going to do, but we will have stuff. We'll be bringing content to you, and we'll keep you guys. Go find us on Twitter. We will tweet out. We will let you know what we're doing moving forward on the Twitter page. It is at Hootball Grizz. Go and find us there. 
and we'll, we'll keep you updated on, hey, we're posting a new show this day, or this is when the next uh, projected show is going to be out. And we'll just go from there. We, Silver said at least 30 days. I have a feeling it's going to be longer than that. Yeah. But, I, you know, that's just speculation. So we'll see. Find me on Twitter. I'm at dwill2111. Sam is. It is Sammy B1118, capital S, lowercase a m m y, capital B, 1118. All right, guys, stay safe out there. And until next time, go green. Yay, guys. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done.